I hope you are enjoying the bottom bunk episode. I had so much fun recording that and reminiscing about how I started those relationships with my uncles. Now, I talked a little bit in it about how I wanted to record the episode a long time ago, but also wanted to make sure that my uncle, the main uncle, who is featured in the uncle episode and some of the other episodes of the podcasts was cool with it and didn't want to do it without his blessing. So God his blessing did the episode and he was cool with it. I dropped it and he called me later on <laughs> that evening and Say, yo, nephew, it was a really good episode. Um, you touched on a lot of key points, but you left one thing out. And I was like, yo, first off, for someone who is as shy and as laid back as you are, you have a lot of opinions about it. But tell me, what did I leave out? And my uncle said, you left out how I was really fucking you down back then. Like I was taken out some of my aggression and fantasies and using you experimentally to find what positions worked and didn't work. And yeah, when I think back on all of that, it's the truth. Now, let me say this. My uncle is sitting in front of me right now. This has become a thing where guys love to sit before me as I record these episodes. So my uncle is here. I will also say this as of now, and he's mouthing to me, never, never. He will not do an interview. He is not comfortable doing an interview, nor do we record. And he's not comfortable with that. And I respect that. If you fuck with the nut extractor, you know, I'm all about respecting boundaries. I'm all about respecting privacy. There is just, uh, I get it. A lot of dudes don't want to be recorded for whatever reasons. And I, I respect that. Um, so that's not going to happen as of now. Um, and I would never force someone to do something that they did not want to do. But you are here in front of me, and I appreciate you even doing that. We were chilling for the day, and I had this idea since he made that comment about me not expressing how he fucked me down. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So are you good with that? And I won't mention names, of course. Um... I also don't call my uncle just uncle. I do that for the sake of the episodes because I don't want to, of course, say your name. Um, but, you know, I call you uncle and then your name. Um, that's just how it's always been. But um, for the sake of these episodes, you are uncle. And I have already shared, and you know this because you follow my social media, how you and I still fuck. 
how I still enjoy you and you still enjoy me. You still taste so good, uncle. But you know that already. <laughs> and I try to be as candid as I can. Now, I will say this. I received so many comments about just opening up about this. Uh, so the comments are people thanking me for opening up about consensual incest and the families. And I guess I forget sometimes that that's what it's called, like incest. And you're frowning your face up because that is nasty to us. I, I get it. Um, especially in black families where it's happened so much, but it's so taboo. Um, and we just don't talk about it. But as I always say, this is not a self-help podcast. This is a freaky podcast. So I want to touch on one time when I realized you were a freak and you're smiling and you're smiling because there are so many times when I've realized you were a freak. You played football in high school and even in college. I remember going to some of your games and I remember spending the weekend at Pop Pop's house and you, we were the only two there. My other uncles were gone. My grandfather was gone. And my grandfather would always say, and this happened a lot. And you actually were fucking me a lot during these times because my grandfather would be like, yo, I'm not going to be around this weekend. Let's be honest. Pop Pop was slanging that dick like it was crazy, which is why grandmother left him. Okay. So my grandfather was a truck driver and he stayed gone and he left the care of his home once he separated from my grandmother to my uncles and shit was just wild and out of control, which might have explained why I was getting fucked down every time I spent the fucking weekend with you motherfuckers. But we had the house to ourselves and you said to me, go in the room and put on my football uniform. And I was thinking, the fuck? Like, uh, we're young. We're boys. Teenage boys, but boys. So I went in and you had the helmet, the jersey, the tights laid out on the bed. And you said, put my football uniform on. I want to try something tonight. I went in the room and I always followed your lead. That's the thing, because you are a few years older than me. So I always followed your lead with the bullshit you would get me caught up in. Uh, go. <laughs> and I'm not mad at it when I think back on it. So I'm dressed up in the football uniform and you walk in the door and you had one of grandpa's cookbooks and you were pretending it was a clipboard and you had a pen and you was like, you never make the fucking cut. You remember that? <laughs> you never make the fucking cut. And I'm not understanding why. 
I can never put you out there to play, but I want to see if you can do something else. And I'm going along with what you have me doing. And I'm thinking, what the fuck are we about to get into? And you said, come here. And I walked over to you. And we're standing face to face. I'm in your helmet. I'm in your jersey. I got your motherfucking football tights on. He tight as fuck on me. Because, you know, it was just a tad bit thicker than you were. And you said, so you can't play no ball. But let me see if you can suck some dick. And I thought, this is exciting. This is going to be fun. And you said, take that fucking helmet off and get on your knees. And I took the helmet off, dropped to my knees. You pulled your pants down. And I started sucking your dick. You remember that, Unc? I started eating your dick up. And I sucked your dick for about a good 15 minutes. And you said, Put the helmet back on and stand the fuck up. I put the helmet on. I stood up. You took your hand. You mushed the side of the helmet and pushed me down. My head hit the fucking dresser. And you squatted down, got in my face, and you said, yeah, your dick sucking is all right, but let me see if you can take some dick. Pull your fucking tights down, boy. Whew, I remember thinking, shit. I like where we're going with this. But you didn't give me a chance to pull the tights down. You ripped them off of me. Exposing my ass. You took me back a little bit. Fully bent me over. You spit in my ass and you stuck your dick inside of me. Do you remember that, uncle? Do you remember sticking your dick inside of me like that? You weren't gentle about it. You forced that motherfucker inside of me. And I remember flinching a little bit because that was so fucking painful. And you said to me, take it. Shut the fuck up. Take this dick. And you fucked me so aggressively. You were fucking me so hard. This was a side of you I had not seen before because usually we had to be quiet because Unc was on the top bunk sleep. But you were fucking me so hard and forcing your dick inside of me. You were pump, pump, pump. And I'd flinch and you would be like, take this motherfucking dick. And I was still in your helmet and my head would hit the dresser, and I think it was something sexy to you about my head hitting the dresser. Because the harder you fucked me, the harder my head hit the dresser, the harder you fucked me. That was our pattern. And I wanted to say I can't take it. Like, that shit hurt so bad, I can't take it. But I knew I was pleasing you. I knew I was making you happy. I was satisfying your fantasy. So you were like pumping me and fucking me. I'm being 
<clears throat> and just when I thought I couldn't take anymore, your body started vibrating. Your breaths became shorter and you started moaning because you were popping that nut all inside this young ass. You remember that, uncle? <laughs> I remember that. You would bust so many nuts inside of me. It was crazy. I, If I was a bitch, I would have been fucking pregnant with probably six, seven, eight of your kids. I would have been like our aunt who, by the way, you guys, she exceeded the abortion maximum rate in New York State at the time. Um, even though she also had six kids. So can you imagine how many kids she would have had had she not had those abortions? Anyway, and you're laughing. But um, I remember that shit. And that was just some shit you always had me caught up in. I remember the time that your buddy was over came to spend the weekend again. We had the house to ourselves, and your buddy was there and you kind of prepped me ahead of time watching TV and you said, yo, he's going to spend the night. I want you to let him do to you what you let me do to you. And there was something exotic about that. So we get in the bedroom. He was sitting on that chair facing the bunk beds and I started sucking your dick and I'm eating your dick up as always. And you told him to walk over. He came over. You told him pull his pants down. He pulled his pants down. You took my head and forced it on his dick, which was already hard from watching me suck your dick. And I started blowing the fuck out your boy. And I sucked his dick for about five minutes. And you told me, get on that fucking bunk on your motherfucking knees. So I got on the bunk on my knees. You took some of the Vaseline. You rubbed it in my ass and you told your boy, fuck him. I don't know what it is about you motherfuckers back then, but some of y'all just were not gentle because your boy did the same thing you did to me and he forced his dick inside of me. And I remember him fucking me. And you were laid back next to me on that bottom bunk, stroking your dick, watching your boy fuck me. He fucked me hard and you told him, fuck him harder. He would fuck me harder and you would say, go even fucking harder. And he would fuck me. He fucked me so hard, my motherfucking head was hitting the wall. And the more my head hit the wall, the more excited you were. You were like, fuck him harder. Fuck that hoe harder. He was fucking me even harder. And you could hear him say, I'm about to come. And you said, come inside that nasty ass. Come inside his little nasty ass. 
And you fucked me harder. And you told him, come inside my nasty ass. Remember that, uncle? And he came inside my nasty ass. At the same time, you started busting your nut. And I bent over to start sucking all that nut that was popping about your dick. And you loved it. I was catching on that motherfucking nut of yours. Oh, you loved that shit. I know you loved it. Because we did it a few more times with your boy. <laughs> and then there was that one time. You and I at Pop Pop's house by ourselves again. We're in the kitchen. And you asked me, have I ever been fucked by dudes using food on me? And uh, again, we're boys. We're teenagers. No, I ain't never had no food in my ass. And you went in the freezer and pulled out that fucking Snickers bar. Remember, that's still your favorite snack to this day. It's a frozen Snickers with Lay's plain potato chips. And you told me, get on the fucking table. You pulled my pants down. You started eating my booty. I remember your tongue all in my booty. You remember that, uncle? Get you, look at your face, bruh. <laughs> oh, shit, look at your face. You excited thinking about it the way I'm excited telling it. Because your tongue was all in my motherfucking booty. You were tongue fucking me. The best ass eater ever, unk. You were tongue fucking me. You got my booty oh so wet, so sloppy. You would kiss my cheeks, kiss my little young thighs, lick my balls, then lick up my thighs to my ass cheek, hop over to the other cheek, lick down my ass cheeks, down my thighs, back to my balls, and you would repeat that for a few times, and you got back on my ass, and you started eating my whole, ooh, fuck. And I felt that cold Snickers bar on the tip of my hole. You started rubbing that Snickers bar around my asshole. And then you eat it some more. Rub that Snickers bar around my asshole and then eat it some more. And then slowly you put that motherfucking Snickers bar on my ass. Slowly. I remember you fucking me with that Snickers bar. And you fucked me so good with that fucking Snickers bar. And you pull it out and eat it. And ah, ah, that shit was so good. And then you would stand up over my ass and beat your dick. And I would feel your warm nut squirting on my butt cheeks. God damn, Unc. You used to be so fucking nasty. Now I remember that time I was laying in bed, sleep. You had been out with your friends. I don't know what the fuck y'all was out there doing, but you came home morning. You turned the light on. Again, it was just me and you home by ourselves. You told me get out the bed and come suck your dick. You were standing in the middle of the bedroom. Your pants pulled down and I got on my knees and started sucking your dick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
eating that dick the way I always did and you told me to get my ass up on my knees on that bed, that fucking bottom bunk and I did just that then you went and got the fucking broom bruh <laughs> and you fucked me with the broom handle I remember that shit you stuck it inside of me I remember moaning it didn't feel bad it felt a little good you didn't go too deep, because you know a broom handle will kill the fuck out of motherfuckers so long, but it's funny how you knew right when to stop, which said to me you've been doing that shit quite a few times, right? And you fucking me with this broom handle. And I'm throwing this little booty back on that motherfucking handle. And you fucking me, and I'm throwing my little young booty back. And then you took that broom handle out my ass and stuck your dick inside of me and you start fucking me so hard fucking me so hard that my head was hitting the wall and you would always say things to me like you nasty asshole like you a nasty asshole you learn how to take dick like this you letting all them little boys at school fuck you you little slut you little hoe and then you bust your nut inside of me and you pull out I remember that hunk. but the one thing I always appreciated about you was that you taught me how to enjoy myself because you would lick my nipples while I beat off you would play with my balls while I jacked my dick and I appreciated that about you because you wanted me to get my shit off too and I thank you for that and I appreciate you for that so I'm gonna say this while you're sitting in front of me I guess thank you you my motherfucking uncle like this shit is crazy I love you and I say that often and you make me feel so good when we fuck when I suck your dick when you eat my ass you make me feel so fucking good. And there are going to be a few more episodes like this where I share more stories of <laughs> how you fucked me down and made me your hoe. Not appreciate being uncle's little hoe. But I do want to say this, and you might remember this. So my uncle used to fuck me with this broom handle. <laughs> And you're smiling because you know where I'm going with this. So one day we're in the kitchen and my grandfather is sweeping the floor with that same broom. Now, mind you, we didn't put condoms on the broom handle or none of that shit. You were fucking me with the broom handle. So my grandfather is sweeping the floor in the kitchen and he said, yo, you motherfuckers need to start washing y'all motherfucking hands when y'all keep touching this motherfucking broom handle. Because this shit smells straight up like ass, you little nasty motherfuckers. And we laughed so fucking hard. Because <laughs> Pop-Pop would always be like, yo, why my broom always smell like ass? You motherfuckers need to start washing your hands before you start cleaning up. 
And I would sit at that motherfucking table and think, yo, cause uncle was fucking me with that broom. You fucked me so good, uncle. And I thank you. <laughs>